Well, hello, fellow humans. This is Bob Ray, and welcome to another episode of Love Like a River, where we examine the statements and expressions of the God of the Old and New Testaments with the goal of discovering the practical applications of those words for our lives today. How do those, in some cases, ancient words, what seem like spoken many, many years ago, hundreds and thousands of years ago, how does that have any kind of application to my life today? Well, we're dedicated to finding that answer. And our topic today, we're going to start a series on transformational truths, four-part series. First part today, four great truths, four great truths. And um, to explain this concept of why we're doing these four, I uh, was reminded of my high school driving education class, driver's ed in high school. You know, we actually, back then we actually had the trailers where you could practice driving, you got in the car, you drove around. But I remember two statements that my uh, instructor said repeatedly, repetition, repetition, repetition. And they just were seared into my mind. And the first one was, get the big picture. <laughs> this individual, my male instructor was saying, you know, when you're out there, you can't just zero in on your steering wheel or the radio or this thing or that thing. You got to have a view that encompasses what's going on around you. Get a big picture, you know, see down the road, see to the side, see right in front of you, get the big picture. Now I'll tell you the second thing they said, it's not going to be as applicable to this teaching, but we'll cover this in future sessions. The second phrase that he said was leave yourself an out. So think about that. Get get the big picture. And as you're driving, always be thinking, what's my out? Okay, this car in front of me, if they slam their brakes on, can I go to the left? Can I go to the right? Do I have time to stop? So leave yourself an out. We'll cover that in another session. But for today, I want to go with this concept in the next four sessions of getting the big picture. And we're going to cover four truths, as I mentioned. The first great truth is that God says and claims that he is the only God. The God of the scriptures, the God of the Old Testament, the God of the New Testament, the God of the Bible makes the statement that he is the only God. And You'll be familiar with the fact that in our sessions and our podcasts, we're looking to the Word of God. This isn't my opinion or someone else's opinion. We're looking to the words of Scripture, and today especially, we're specifically going to focus in on those quotes and those words attributed to God. So we either have to say that those words were not spoken by God, they were just written by man, they were, you know, imagined or let them be what they are. They claim to be the statements of God. So let's listen to those statements. And as I quote the scriptures, write them down and then go back and read them. That's your homework assignment for all these sessions. Take some time to reread these verses and do something that's ancient and modern. Meditate. 
Read those words, get them in your mind, and then dwell on them. Think about them. What do they mean? So, our first scripture that we're going to look at comes from the book of Isaiah. And I'd love you to uh, listen, and then if you have a scripture there, open it up. And if you're just taking notes, um, just write this first scripture down. It is Isaiah... 43 verses 10 and 11. So listen to what God says about himself. Before me, no God was formed, nor shall there be any after me. I, I am the Lord, and beside me there is no other. Think about those words. I am the Lord God. Beside me, there is no other Savior. Before me, there was no God formed. So if you could view God in a three-dimensional past, present, future, which, you know, that's just for the sake of an uh, analogy here. Um, uh, if he had a past, there was nobody before that. If he had a future, there's nobody that comes after that. He's in eternity, and he says there was no God before him and no God after him. He has always been, and he is the only one. That's what the scriptures say. Isaiah 43, verses 10 and 11. Now, the next one, staying with the book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 44, verse 6 says this. Thus says the Lord, the King of Israel, and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, I am the first and I am the last. Besides me, there is no God. So when uh, these modern day people, I think think of a Reverend Sung Young Moon comes to mind and they claim to be God. Uh, God says, nope, there's no other God. <laughs> I'm it. And, uh, Anyone else claiming to be God is a liar because you can't have both truths. You can't have God saying, I am the first, I'm the last. There is no God beside me. You can't take that as truth and then allow for some other God. He says there's no other God, no other God. And this is the first great truth. God says there is only one God and he's it. Now, the prophets, in this case, Isaiah writing these words, you have to think about that. Either Isaiah was a crazy man just inventing things, or he really was a prophet that heard from God. And what he heard from God were these words, and he wrote them down. We find that in numerous places, numerous places in the Old Testament where God instructs his prophets to write the words down. And we have Isaiah writing these words where God claims to be the only one. All right. Now we're going to turn to another verse, uh, in the same chapter, verse 8, it says, Fear not, nor be afraid. Have I not told you from old and declared it? And you are my witnesses. Is there a God beside me? There is no rock. I know not any. God in his infinite knowledge 
could search all the way to the left, all the way to the right, all the way up, all the way down, scour the physical universe, scour the spiritual realm. And he comes back with the statement that there is no other. I'm it. And he's, he's expressing this to the human race, his creature. He's saying, I am the one true and living God. And this is of critical importance to us. We as humans, and that's why I start this podcast out by saying, hello, humans. We are his creation. What are the essential things that we need to know? And I'm telling you that in my 45 years of following God and reading the scriptures, this is the central first truth that there is a God. You read Genesis 1, in the beginning, God. The book starts with him. You go to the book of Revelation and you see God culminating and wrapping up the history of man and then beginning to launch into an eternal kingdom. It's about God, the one true God. So let's continue here because the book of Isaiah is full of the quotes of God talking about himself. You know, there's so much noise in the world right now. We need to muffle some of that noise. We need to put the uh, silencers on. You know, the, you get the commercials where the people are on the airplane, they don't want to hear all the noise around them. They put those Bose silencers on their ears so they can just, you know, drown out, push that away and be at peace. Well, I'm telling you, that's what we need to do is drown out some of the noise, all of the noise and listen to the one voice that is the most important voice to ever speak. Because you go back to Genesis 1 and God says, in the beginning, God said. The, who's the first voice? God is the first voice. And that voice has created everything around us, created you and everything in your world. So, Fear not, nor be afraid, verse 8 says. Have I not told you from of old and declared it? You are my witnesses. Is there a God beside me? There is no rock. I know not any. So let's turn to chapter 45 and look at verse 5 and 6. God continues. He doesn't just say it once. He's, it's unmistakable. He keeps repeating this truth, this statement. He's driving it home. In verse 5, he says, I am the Lord, and there is no other. Beside me, there is no God. I equip you, though you do not know me, that people may know from the rising of the sun in the east and from the west that there is none beside me. I am the Lord, and there is no other. I said that your assignment after this session is to just take these verses and meditate on them. You need to spend some time with this. Our busy lives, how often do you think about these statements? You know, the scriptures say that faith comes by hearing. A lot of times the doubt, the fears, the things that come to us is because we haven't strengthened ourselves in the truths, the essential truths of the Bible. And I'm saying that this is, if not the central truth, it is one of the foundational truths that we need to dwell on and solidify in our minds. Because God's repeating it. If he's repeating it, shouldn't we be listening to it? 
shouldn't we be saying, wait a minute, if he's repeating it, this must be something crucial for me to hear, for me to think about, for me to grab hold of in the midst of your day when you're going through your regular boring day or exciting day or a tragic day, you need this truth. Sometimes the way is long and you get tired. He's with you. You need to know this truth. Other times you don't seem like you have enough time or ability. You need this truth. When tragedy strikes, you personally or those close to you, you need this truth. Get the big picture. The big picture is that this entire universe, everyone around you, yeah, all 7.5 billion of us owe our existence to the one true God. And here we find in Isaiah, this God speaking to us. This isn't a man speaking to us. This is God through his prophets speaking to us. And he says, there is none beside me. He's saying this because we need to know it. We need to dwell on it. We need to focus on it. I am the Lord and there is no other. Isaiah, powerful truths. And I want to go to one more. Isaiah chapter 55 as well, excuse me, 45 as well. And we're going to go to verse 21. In the dialogue of this chapter, he's speaking and he says, Declare and present your case. Let them take counsel together. Who told this long ago? Who declared it of old? Was it not I, the Lord? Didn't I speak these things? And there is no God, no other God besides me a righteous God, a good God, and a Savior. There is none besides me. Turn to me and be saved, all the ends of the earth, for I am God and there is no other. You know, we look to such a bombardment of advertisements and offers and this will make your life better and that thing will save you and this will make you skinny that'll make you strong all these offers bombarding us bombarding us bombarding us you know what we need is the big picture the one who will care for us in all of those areas is the one who says i am and there is no other and the last verse i'll share with you Isaiah 46, verse 9, he says, For I am God, and there is no other. I am God, and there is none like me. You'll never find one like him. You'll never find anything in this life or anyone in this life that can meet your needs the way the one true and living God can. And the reason for that is simple. He's the creator. He made it all. He understands it all. You know, Einstein um, made a statement about how uh, the universe, what's, what's, what blew his mind was that the universe was, com you could understand it. You could comprehend it. To him, that was incomprehensible. It's, what's incomprehensible is that you can comprehend it. How is everything around us 
mathematical, structured. You know, the closer you look at the micro world, you see beautiful structure and form and architecture. Where did all that come from? Did it just come from some accidental, you know, explosion of chance? You have to have more faith to believe in evolution than to believe in the scriptures and the word of God. Do some research. There's more holes in the theory of evolution than in these scriptures. And you need to listen to the truths that God speaks about himself. He made it all. He made you. And when he speaks to you, he's giving you what you need to know. So this first great truth that God is speaking is saying, you don't have to look anywhere else. Look to me. Turn to me. I am the one true God, and there is no other. You know, when you go searching after other things and other people and other chemicals and things to make your life right, you're, you're selling yourself short. You know, if, if you needed uh, 10,000, but you settled for two, you're selling yourself short. God is the full package. He is the 10,000, the 1 million, the 1 billion. You know, there's a big uh, drive, you know, to, to be a millionaire and to be a billionaire. And we look at these billionaires as these, you know, and they are gifted and talented, you know, the richest men in the world. But what is their wealth compared to the wealth of the universe of the God who made it all? Our Father in heaven our Father owns it all. The cattle on a thousand hill represents everything. You and I need to turn to him, the one who says, I am, and there is no other. So this is our first truth. Of the four truths we're going to cover, number one, you can write it down as there is one God. It's essential to understand this. It's essential to meditate on the scriptures. So let me quickly restate these scriptures for you. Isaiah 43, verses 10 and 11. Isaiah 44, verse 6 and verse 8. Isaiah 45, verse 5 and 6. Isaiah 45, verses 21 and 22. And then Isaiah 46, verse 9. These are scriptures to meditate on. This is the point to ponder. God says that he is, and there is no other. Now, next week, we're going to look at a truth that flows out of this great truth, this principle. And uh, I'm, I'm not going to tell you what it is. You're going to have to come on back to listen to that one. <laughs> so that's it for today's show. Thank you for spending time with me. Join us next time. This is your host, Bob Ray, wishing you the best of God's wisdom and the deeper discovery of his love for you. That's why we titled this podcast, Love Like a River, because what flows from God is his life, his light, and his love. Have a blessed day.